It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. Dennis and uh, Brady excited. Uh, We've been talking a lot of baseball and Mm -hmm. softball, um, but we're going to talk a little football because that's coming sooner than you think, folks. It is. When does camp open? Like in two weeks now? Or? Yeah, something like that. And our and we kick off the season like in five weeks now. Jeez. Yeah. Two, it, it, the summer's gone by quickly. And just before the season kicks off, we've got a golf outing. Yes, we do. Let me, I'll plug it again. <laughs> August 20th at the Elks. Uh, $85 a person. Um, we're going to have a lot of spirit wear. We're getting more things donated every day for, for gift baskets. It should be a fun time. But – Another fun time we'll have, we have Coach Perkins coming on. He was named the head ball coach, what, right when about basketball season started kicking off? So we couldn't really get him on. So this is long overdue, but I think it'll be a fun time. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk some big red uh, football, and uh, I'm going to have some fun with this right uh, in the beginning. But we'll get Coach Perkins in next here on the Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, 
North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So um, we were uh, across the street at at the time, and I, I think we were probably getting ready to record a show. I think we were on a break of a show. And, and uh, Brady's uh, phone dings, and he's got a text from I don't know who sent it to you. It wasn't. It was someone, the guy we get Coney's with. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and he said, Coach Mullins has stepped down at PH, and Brady is like, what are you talking about? I was just at a birthday party with him two days ago. He didn't say anything <laughs> about stepping down. And, yeah, he did. And it was, and it was like right when basketball just started, so – Kind of what would have normally been a really big deal flew under the radar. And then, obviously, our speculation went to who is the next coach. And, well, now we know it's Coach Perkins. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's, thanks uh, for having me. Oh, no problem. It's uh, long overdue. How long have you been with the program? We were trying to figure that out during right. the break. Well, uh, varsity-wise here for the last 12 seasons, uh, and prior to that, uh, under Coach Kendall, I coached for – Four years, I believe, a JV and uh, mm-hmm. as a JV coach. So uh, it's been a good twenty plus years, and uh, um, so we're looking forward to the next one. Yeah, you well, a big red through and through. Yeah. Well, right. you mentioned the last twenty plus years. I know right now, especially for the kids growing up, Port here on high, at least in the area, for their whole lives has been a playoff team, a team that has been always one of the best in the area. You look before the last 20 years, winning seasons were more rare than you would think. Port Huron High has not always had the success that they've had in the 21st century, but you go and look at their records since basically 2000, they've been, you guys have built up a first-class program in this area. Yeah, well, um, it's a testament to Coach Kendall way back when, uh, getting the kids to commit to weight room uh, work and uh, committing to off-season things. And then, uh, of course, Coach Mullins was incredible uh, with all of that stuff. We've, uh, you know, his background and knowledge on the game and the, his uh, relationships with the kids were just outstanding. And I think that's what speaks to all of it, um, getting the kids ready and uh, uh, being prepared and uh, knowing them all. Now, I'm, I'm sure you wish that you could inherit a team 
the that still had Noah Kendall yeah. <laughs> and and some yeah. of the and, uh, and a Shaka, Shaka Brown, Brown. Niger Finney, yeah. Yeah. All, all and the whole list of seniors that graduated. But they did leave you a lot of talent. Yeah. You, you're going to have uh, and and the the you were t- telling us too before we started recording the show that your your young guys have experience. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, four sophomores with us last year, actually, and a freshman. So, uh, you know, they played a lot of football for us last year. And, and you know, you can point to a lot of kids um, from last year's team that are now gone, uh, but we always tell the next group, okay, it's your time, it's your legacy uh, time to start something, and uh, they always seem to do that. Um, so – it, you're right. I'm, I wish I had some of them kids, no <laughs> doubt about it. But uh, but we're looking forward to the bunch we got, and uh, we're feeling good about it. Well, you talk about getting the new class and basically reloading, and it seems like, again, the reason why you've had such sustained success is you do that on the fly. One great class leaves, and you think, how are they replacing this player? And then they do. And I think that's a big testament to the culture. How hard is it to build a culture where – Okay, yeah, the good players are gone. Now you're the good players. Takes time, and obviously you figured out how to kind of keep that going. Well, you know, we've been so fortunate to have such quality kids going back, you know, to the Chapmans and and, uh, the Raven Randalls of the world and uh, kids like that that have kind of paved the path. Uh, Geez, I I can go way back beyond that. But anyway (laughs) – kind of paved the path to uh, showing kids the importance of the classroom uh, and the importance of the off-season work, the importance of playing other sports and being involved with the school. Um, And I think that kind of has morphed into uh, what we have today. Um, And now I tell you what, I just got out of that brand-new weight room, guys. It is incredible. Uh, And so – uh, with uh, Mrs. C uh, putting in the work to get that taken care of, our athletic director and John Blake uh, doing all that work, I can't even tell you what the future is going to hold because that place is just amazing. Well, I've seen pictures of it. I haven't seen it in person. But, I mean, you, you know how important is that weight room to keeping a program successful and getting kids to buy into huh. it and basically because turning their bodies from – boys to men i'm telling you brady you go in there you're going to want to put the pads back on (laughs) i told you that earlier it's uh just an amazing sight and uh kids just want to get after it because of that and you know we've had the same weight room for i don't know uh, a century Uh, (laughs) but uh and it was all ragtag stuff and now it's just uh all shiny brand new and it's wonderful and the kids are really really excited about it and itching to get in the door when I get there. You know, doesn't that help so much, too, because you, you don't have to, to badger them. You don't have to get on their, their case. They actually want to do it. And like and Brady understands this way better than I do, how important that is. And if you are thinking about playing football at the next level, that that's a huge part of it. Well, you know, and if you do go to the next level, when you step in their weight room, it's not going to be unfamiliar. From what we had before – you go into Wayne State's weight room and you go, wow, this is different uh, because of the stuff we were using. But, uh, uh, the, you know, with the lifts that we're doing now, all the uh, Olympic-style type of lifts and the uh, using your whole body and things, the stuff we got is really, really going to 
make these kids blossom with all that. So, um, let, Let's talk about some of the young guys. Um, and the first name that I'm going to throw out there is Gabe Mose. Uh, and, and Gabe, I think, was good for you all last season. But for me, when, when his breakout game was at Roseville, where you guys fell behind real early um, and, and actually it didn't look like it was going to be a very fun night, and he was the guy that, that came in there because I think Caleb had a bad ankle, mm-hmm. and, and so you, you kind of limited using him. And, and Gabe just had kind of a bust-out game. He had a couple of big touchdown runs for you, and it was at that moment I said, they've got something there. Let's watch this kid for the next couple of years. Well, you could tell coming as he came up, geez, me being a, a teacher in the middle school, you know, you, you saw his explosiveness way back then, um, his quickness and the ability to uh, move sideways and things such as this. And uh, going to the JV team, he was highly successful. And last year, um, early, he was a little bit um, – uh, you'd say tentative uh, or whatever to to really really put himself uh, in position to uh, to explode um, until we got to that Roseville game and that something clicked it really did um, he had fumbled a few times mm-hmm. prior to that and uh, again was a little timid but uh, uh, once it clicked boy oh boy did it happen and so. His season this year, I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, being able to stop that kid's going to be a nightmare for a lot of people. Um, it, you know, we've got a lot more, uh, a lot of other guys that are going to be teamed that way. So you can't just uh, look in, into stopping him, right? Which is going to create a problem for people because if you don't, he's going to break things on you. Um, yeah, I don't know where or how you're going to use Amari. I know he was a good defender too so you probably want to give him some time on that side of the ball but I don't care where you put him as long as he gets some touches yeah. I'm gonna be happy because <laughs> yeah. he's exciting yeah and he's real aggressive and so you're right uh defensively he's not gonna watch the game um <laughs> that much uh but uh he'll be a key offensive player for us I I would assume here um in seven on sevens he's doing very well uh throwing the ball and things such as this and with a seven-on-seven situation, he hasn't run it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you have a guy like Gabe uh, that may get the ball and then Amari possibly keeping it or, or then throwing it. Um, that's going to be pretty special uh, deal. With having a freshman play not just be on the varsity but start and be a key contributor, how rare is that? And he's coming in, yeah, he's only a sophomore, but you're almost looking at this like a lot of kids would look at a junior season. He has experience, and he's going to be one of the few guys, especially with a team that just lost a bunch of seniors, he's going to be the one that some people look to for, okay, what do we do here now? Right. Well, uh, speaking to how rare it is, you know, as the defensive coordinator for the last year, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't want anything to do with the sophomores, <laughs> freshmen, anybody. I like seniors. Um, and – you know, I can go back. The best team we ever had uh, defensively had 12 seniors that rotated in. And uh, it was wonderful. Uh, of course, uh, it stunk the next year because there wasn't <laughs> much return. But uh, so, you know, we had to make sure he was going to be okay physically. Uh, and uh, and he just turned out just fine. You know, his aggression um, – 
was a big plus for us last year, coming from the uh, safety spot at the line of scrimmage making plays and things like that. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. So we don't always get that. Uh, sometimes we're playing with 10 guys hmm. instead of 11 uh, because the safety's kind of watching the game. And he wasn't that type of player. So uh, that was a great, great deal. I'll tell you what, both at safety and in center field, he can cover yeah. ground in an instant. <laughs> like you leave a ball up there too long, he's getting to sure. it. Sure, yeah. But someone else that is going to be at a specialist position somewhere for you, Jaden Ashford. Uh, I know, like you mentioned, you lost a lot of skill position guys like Shaka Brown, but he's a guy that's coming back. Talk a little bit about what he will be to kind of take that next step and maybe be a shutdown guy. Oh, man. Uh, In these seven-on-sevens, you can just really see what a difference maker the kid's going to be. Um, He is extremely fast, first of all. Uh, His route running ability is fantastic. Um, Just a really really difficult person to certainly cover man to man but uh with his route running ability he can stop a, a zone as well so we're real excited about that um he's repping a little bit at cornerback as well mm-hmm. um and again uh one of those athletes that I don't know that I want him watching half the game mm-hmm. um and so uh, he's going to get some time both ways but he's grown so much his size is incredible and uh uh he's a hard working kid it works his butt off and it's just going to be great and like he was out there last football season and and you guys threw to him and he and he had some catches but it really wasn't until basketball season that i really yeah. realized you know how he's put together and what an athlete he is oh yeah and it, it, in the weight room he's really developed a heck of a lot uh our theory class, he was one of the uh, leading kids in there and uh, really did a great job. And his body type has just really, really matured. And, and so, yeah, it's, gonna, it's something that he's only a junior too. So. You know, uh, when, when Brady's grandfather talks football, I tend to pay attention. <laughs> and Big Mike is really high on Gavin Troy. Tell me about Gavin Troy. Yeah, that's a, a workhorse kid. Uh, it's one of these type of kids that uh, – you got a kick out of the weight room instead of uh, uh, having him leave. And, uh, and whatever he does, you know, playing basketball, playing baseball, he's uh, 100% into it, and uh, he's done a fantastic job. And again, being a sophomore, uh, he'll most likely be with us. And uh, I'm working with him linebacker-wise. Uh, his speed is a great plus. And he's got a, uh, you know, he's a football mentality and his football uh, background and knowledge is awesome. So uh, he's picked things up really, really wonderfully and just a great kid to be around. And, like, he's he's still growing. He's still growing, yeah. He's still growing. Because I remember he, he got in, I think, at the end of the De La Salle game, and yeah. I thought, oh, man, <laughs> he looks tiny yeah. out there. But then I'm, I'm thinking – no, they're they're talking. This kid's going to be a linebacker, and I mean, like, yeah. geez, you even see him during baseball season. Yeah, just the difference. Then, do we have time for one more? Or should we yeah, take go a ahead. break? Go um, ahead. One guy, another name I want to mention because we have time to mention a bunch more. Um, he made well, maybe one of the bigger plays last year. Joe Myeri scored. He, was, he scored that touchdown at the end in Northern. He's coming back. How much does that help having him to anchor that defense? Oh, man, Joe has been incredible the entire offseason. Him and his brother Noah uh, have been at every minute of everything uh, and anything we've asked them to do, they've done. Um, 
Joe's ability is is incredible, um, hitting wise, uh, and his speed. You don't really see how fast he is until you really, really look at him and see him chasing down uh, running backs and uh, covering receivers. Um, his speed is pretty uh, incredible. Um, I tell you, it's like having Caleb come back last year <laughs> as a defensive guy. It, it's I wipe my brow going, thank goodness we have a kid like this uh, to come back because he just champions the whole thing and is kind of in charge of things. And he's the one that gets yelled at the most. Um, <laughs> and uh, sometimes he doesn't like that, but he can. He figured out he can take care of it and he can handle it. And uh, uh, and if he complains, I just say, well, Caleb's working down the road here. Go ask him <laughs> about it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Joe's fantastic. All right, uh, there, there's several other kids that I want to talk about yeah. uh, and that I'm excited for for the upcoming football season. But we got to take a, a break here, and then we'll be back with uh, more of Coach Perkins in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. 
Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back with uh, Coach uh, Perkins from Port Huron High. I'm going to take over the uh, football program as the head coach uh, this year. Uh, And uh, we're just talking about guys that we're, we're kind of excited about. This is a guy that made some plays late in the season, and so I'm going to ask. But uh, P.J. Stocks is, is a kid that caught my eye at the end of the year. Uh, what is it? Is it Jaden Stocks? Jaden Stocks. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think on the, the program it did say P.J. <sighs> okay. Anyway, Stocks. Stocks. Uh-huh. Yeah. He had the kickoff return in the one playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a, a really long run. Like, they only ran the ball once all year, and he had like an 80-yard run. Right. <laughs> uh, another explosive kid. You know, he and Gabe uh, coming through uh, as youngsters, they were all both real undersized kids. Um, now they're kind of coming into their own a little bit. But uh, uh, that tandem, uh, then there's some other kids in that kind of ilk. Uh, again, real explosive players, um, and it gets you excited when you have that type of speed and explosion. Um, you never know when it's going to erupt, uh, and he's one of those guys, yeah. yeah. So you, you have to fill a lot of spots, and, well, if you're coming up as a junior and you're on the JV last year, you don't have a lot of time to acclimate, especially with the schedule you have. You open with Stony Creek, then you have Warren Woods Tower, your first two non-league games. I mean – uh, when you prepare a new kid to varsity, I mean, obviously you can't expect them to hit the stride from day one, but how do you prepare them that the first game, you're playing a really talented team, you don't get a, a acclimation period. You have to be ready from kickoff of game one. Well, you know, this is why I told you, Brady, I don't – you can keep those uh, – it used to be my mentality in mm-hmm. freshmen, sophomores, juniors, <laughs> I like seniors, uh, but – uh, you're right. You get, th- those young guys have to get uh, uh, introduced to things. Um, you know, luckily we have enough brutes uh, 
that in practice we can get you prepared somewhat um, mm -hmm. and we have enough leadership uh, that those kids can see how things go um, and, and how, uh, you know, practice is to be run and things such as this. Uh, really, the seven-on-sevens this year I think are going to provide some fruit for us. Uh, we haven't done too many uh, of those in the past. And so, geez, just being able to be out together uh, doing some stuff uh, football-wise right. uh, is going to help. Uh, and we've had camps throughout the summer, um, it, and that's another area where working football stuff and, and the kids kind of getting used to things that way. Well, you mentioned being able to prepare. After last year, how nice is it to have an entire offseason, yeah. a full summer training to get ready for a camp that you know isn't going to be interrupted, that you know you're going to get yeah. your three weeks of practice before your first game. How is it? How nice is it just to get back to normal preparation? -wise? Well, you know, when we get together uh, camp-wise or these seven-on-seven -seven things, it, every time that happens, some of the coaches come up and just say, Jesus, it's just so nice to do football stuff. <laughs> um, this is awesome doing football things. And the kids all have smiles on their faces um, when we're doing it. Uh, and you're right, it hasn't been interrupted at all. Hopefully, you know, by the grace of God, it doesn't. But, uh, um, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, everything just seems so kind of thrown together yeah. last year. Uh, that's the best way that I can, can put it. And just mentally – like I'm thinking, not just for the for coaches, but for the kids themselves. Sure. It's on. It's off. We don't know. Now we know. No, nope, uh, we don't know. It, it was just crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, I remember being at Coach Goulding's son graduation party, and hearing the news that we had started for a week. Oh, you guys are done, and we're, we were all very bummed and. Uh, so we started a little coaches golf league uh, for the next couple of weeks, and we were out on a golf course at Bell River, about six or eight of us coaches, and somebody got a text, hey, we're starting back up. And we're like, what? Uh, and it was just bizarre. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, it, that was a crazy situation. Yeah, I mean, even for us, we had it ready to go. We had our nine-week yeah. schedule ready, and then obviously same thing, rug gets pulled out. And 13 days before the first, they're like, you're starting, you have 13 days to prepare yeah. for kickoff. It's like, that's not enough yeah. time, but you made it work, and you only lost the one game last year to Sterling Heights, and, well, it's a good thing because that team last year deserved to play it out. Yeah, oh, yeah, well. Uh, the it, LaSalle. Yeah. No, no, they, no they lost. They didn't play their game oh, against uh, Sterling okay. Heights. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, 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 you didn't get to play yeah, the Sterling yeah. Heights game. Yeah, the game. Sterling Heights game was a they, Yeah, we were able play. to avoid a lot of the problems that uh, everybody had to deal with um, until basketball season, but mm. – um, uh, geez, it was very, very difficult. There's no doubt about it. And uh, the management of it all was – it was just incredible. So, um, anyway. I want to I talk about uh, some of the highlights from, from last season. And, of course, uh, I'm going to brag about your defense. Yeah. The interception by Noah Kendall in the end zone. Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? No, it's crazy, wasn't it? Uh, such a great athlete and so well uh, tuned to football. His dad did an incredible job with him and uh, and from a young age. Uh, and he was just very technically sound. And I tell you what, Grand Valley's just thrilled with him 
and everything he's done. Um, he's going to be a heck of a player uh, as we go continue. But uh, what a bummer it was when he got hurt last yeah. year. It was that really, really hurt. We had kids step in, but you can't replace that type of, of kid. And uh, um, but it was it, what a pleasure to coach. He's a great young man. Isn't yeah. the guy that really shined when Noah was out? We thought was yeah. Ian Mitchell. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because he was kind of guy like, okay, yeah, he did the kickoffs, and we know he got in the rotation, but then it seemed like every week after that we were calling his name once or twice a week. Like, no, you're not going to replace Noah yeah. Kindle. But he did about as good of a job as you could ask for someone to do in that situation. That weak side uh, defensive end spot's a nice spot to play. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can pin your ears back a little bit and, and fit that mold real well. He's fast as all heck. And uh, – uh, he knew how to use his hands and uh, come off the edge. And so, yeah, he was a, a good recipient of uh, mm-hmm. of that situation. But, uh, boy, it, it would really, really hurt to lose Noah. And now Ian's got a little trouble. So Yeah. Um, well, yeah and Brady knows that my favorite defensive play of the year is one that kind of gets overlooked. But in the Northern game, Shocker Brown got his hand and deflected a pass late in the game that yeah. looked like it was going to be a, a big play, and probably half the people in the stadium didn't even notice it, sure. but it was a great play. Yeah, Shaka could play football, boy. Um, and he did that from time to time throughout the year. Uh, uh, it, he didn't get many opportunities. Nobody right. wanted to throw his direction. Right. And so uh, you're right. When that opportunity came, he made the mess, most of it, and, yeah, it was awesome. Well, last year you obviously sent a ton of kids to go on and play the next level, mm-hmm. a few to the D2 level. Um, you've had a lot of talented kids come through that program in the short time you've been there. Well, I guess not so short anymore, but um, I guess my question is to you is, like, what are those characteristics you've noticed? Because you've had kids go Central, Grand Valley, Wayne State. What are those things that those kids have that you can just tell this kid's got it? You know, as the defensive coach, it's pretty easy to tell if a kid uh, is smart Mm -hmm. and has the ability to uh, do what we ask them to do. Um, And when the kids are like that and they're academically sound, uh, they've set themselves up for that possibility to be able to go to college. Um, And I think, really, that's the number one thing I, I would tell you over most everything else, is being able to be uh, a smart kid. Um, but beyond that, you know, like I said, I'm a gym teacher at Central Middle mm-hmm. School, so I get to see these kids as youngsters, and you can kind of uh, tell some things as they're young kids. When that pa- past year's senior class was coming, as eighth graders I saw them, and I was licking my chops then. Um <laughs> Because there was one after another kid that were stellar athletes, big kids, uh, skill type kids, things, uh, everybody, and so uh, it was a really nice group to have. And uh, coming off the year before, we were where we had some major success. Uh, it's just been fantastic ride. One of the, one of the fun things is at the end end of the year. Uh, they have the the middle school. I call it the middle school Super Bowl, whatever it is. But they bring oh, yeah. the four teams in right. to Memorial Stadium, and they play those two games. And for a couple of years, I got to do the PA yeah. for those games and to, to watch the, some of those kids, you know, 
rushing for 77-yard touchdowns uh-huh. and, and nobody can touch them. And it's like, boy, I can't wait to yeah. see them when, when they get up to, to PH or, or to Northern, wherever it is that they're going to go. And, yeah, all those kids that do that, playing for the Big Reds, uh-huh. were just as good when That's they got to the Big Reds. That's a big thrill for me, too. You know, I don't get to go over and see those guys play. And I work mm-hmm. with them every single day. And they play a 4 o'clock game on a Wednesday, I think, uh, while we're at practice. So uh, that end of the year thing, I always get to see them. And I talk to them in the locker room beforehand and uh, things like that. So it's a pretty neat thing. So, well, you talk about getting to play over there. And I think me and Dennis both agree. Memorial Stadium is one of the best venues to play at a high school game in the state of Michigan. It's the the fact that the one, the concrete stands, it just feels like it gets louder. The fans are right on top of you, which – I'm sure sometimes is good. Sometimes yeah. you're like yeah, probably right. on the sideline. Yeah. You don't like it, but yeah. I'll tell you what: as a broadcaster, I love Memorial Stadium. Yeah. I feel like it can reach out the window and touch the guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then the natural grass there is. I am sure you would like turf just to be able to practice there, but that is the best taking care of grass field in the state, bar none. Oh yeah, uh, Mr. McDougall does a heck of a job with that, and everybody has for years, but. Uh, it is a joy to be in there. I, I tell you, when you got a big game and you look around and you take just a minute to kind of look around, uh, you know, the Northern game or a playoff game, uh, it, it gives you chills. It really does. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the things they asked me in my interview was, uh, how do you handle parents that yell at you, and you when you're not doing a good job? And I, I was kind of dumbfounded and said, I don't know. I haven't had that uh, problem <laughs> yet. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they, they, everybody's been fantastic to me on the sidelines and things like that. And uh, uh, I might get into their kid a little bit here and there, but uh, everybody's taking it well. And uh, Memorial is fantastic, there's no doubt. Because, yeah, those like the fans realistically are what less than 10 feet from you if oh, they're gosh, in the front yeah. row. And yeah, like it, it just gets so loud in there. That has got to be one of the more intimidating places. If you don't know what to expect, you come in. I mean, geez, some of those northern games would get, what, like seven, 8,000 people oh, packed yeah, into right. that, that field? Yeah, and, it, geez, exiting the field. You'd had to dodge people <laughs> uh, to get to the locker room at halftime, and, th- and that's okay. Um, but, you know, it, I remember, you know, I went to high school at Anchor Bay, so we mm-hmm. came up here twice a year and uh it was always an intimidating place to come uh because of the stadium and the the uh, surroundings and the the fans and things um i can remember back then and uh and it's a nice thing to have on your side that stadium is it really is does the grass really play much of a factor or is that just something guys like us use as a talking point that means nothing or is it something because everyone plays on turf now that some teams will come and struggle to get their footing on grass as much as they're used to turf? I think it is a factor. Um, geez, you probably might not even have the appropriate cleats to play on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the majority of Memorial is the stadium itself right. to me, but uh, I would imagine that grass plays a role um, to some extent, sure. I just uh, – the, the first few games last year when the, it was very limited who could come in, we didn't have the bands there. Yeah. It's just not the, the same. No. When when they play that Big Red fight yeah. song, uh, especially after touchdowns, yeah. it's right. just – it's electric. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
that on the headphones between us from the the booth down strike up the band we, we are <laughs> we're always time saying that and uh i don't get to watch too much offense at least i haven't um but i'm yelling at kids down on the sidelines or instructing them somehow and i hear that band and i know something good happened so uh that's been great yeah how's that gonna gonna be you're, you're used to one side of the ball and now you got to kind of manage over yeah. everything yeah well that'll be a change and uh that's something that we've been prepping for with the seven-on-sevens, and we'll continue to prep uh, that type of thing um, in camp and stuff. And uh, I'll have to get used to it. But, uh, you know, Coach Mullins, again, is a heck of a good mentor uh, that way. Um, and I had a little taste of doing that a, a couple years ago when uh, when Dominic, his son, uh, graduated and he left. So, um I'm hoping everything works out okay that way. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll talk about mentors yeah. in in a moment because Coach Perkins comes from uh, a yeah. coaching family. Yes, he does. <laughs> and, and your father doesn't strike me as a guy who holds back his opinions. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about your relationship yeah. uh, with your dad. For folks that don't know, uh, Coach Perkins' father is the softball coach at Alconac. Got an all right team. Yeah, he's got an all right team. And what do you? He got his 400th win this past season. He did. Yeah, that's right. That's a lot of wins, folks. Yeah, Yeah. no doubt. (laughs) All right, we'll talk about that and more coming up in our final segment with Coach Perkins in a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, welcome back with uh, Coach uh, Perkins, the uh, new head football coach at PH. Uh, you don't get tired of hearing that, do you? Not at all. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so tell me about Dad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to have three brothers and a sister, and so uh, I'm the middle child, um, and uh, it was nice to have a couple of older brother role models, and, and but I could see my dad doing what he did with them um, as I was growing up, and uh, we used to fight for being the kid or two that he might would take to baseball practice uh, <laughs> during the night, and um, being able to see all those varsity baseball players was just a wonderful thing and how we interacted with them. Um, I guess I would say, you know, having that childhood and um, going through the, the teaching aspect of it and the coaching aspect of it, um, it just drew me right in. Um, my brothers and I all played two or three sports, um, and it was just an awesome situation. So uh, now as I got an older and uh, started the coaching uh, stuff, yeah, he's been with me every step of the way. And uh, every Friday he calls at the inappropriate most time. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll be in the locker room thinking about things and getting prepared, and here comes a phone call, and uh, and we talk. And uh, he comes up to the games uh at least two or three times a year when he can and uh uh we talk about the everything uh, going along with things and now with this new position um he's been a real nice sounding board um there's been a lot of things that have happened and uh i've been able to pick up the phone and call a guy that been through it all right um, and so uh, there's nothing that shocks him and there's nothing that um he can't help me with so 
uh, from fundraising to personnel things to uh, coaching staff things. Uh, it's a great thing to have on my side. And, um, and I get, we get down to a softball game or two as well uh, per year. It, it, it's something that, that he's still going and doing that, mm-hmm. boy. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a lot of fire for it, and it's pretty neat. It's it's not anybody can give you advice, yeah. but it's always nice when you get advice from people you trust. No doubt about it. He's a Hall of Fame coach, and uh, there's not I don't know if you can find a bigger one in in the state for baseball, softball type of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. We, we talked about this off the air, and you don't have to get into specifics, but we talked about how when you took over the job, it's not just okay. What defense are we running against uh, Stony Creek? How are, what, all right, what kind of scheme do they run? How do we get these kids? There's so much administrative work you have to do as the head coach. One, how surprising was that when you realized it's like running a, a business? And two, how nice was it, like you said, having your dad there that you could go, I didn't know I had to do X, Y, and Z. How do I do X, Y, and Z? Well, you know, I guess I would start that answer by telling you my wife and I had to have a big conversation because I knew – I didn't know the ins and outs of everything, but I knew there was a big uh, difference when you slide over a chair into this uh, different aspect uh, that everything comes through me. So so we had to have a conversation to say, are we willing and ready to do this? You know, I'm an older – first-time head coach at mm-hmm. 50, going to be 51 years old here coming up. And, oh, uh, you're still uh, the youngster in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have an 8-year-old and a 10-year-old, um, and so we're uh, in the middle of a raising a family, and then now this happens. And so um, it's been a whirlwind. There's no doubt about it. Pretty much daily there's something I have to do uh, football-wise. And uh, like you said uh, – I talked to my dad several times about several things, and, and I think we said we were talking earlier how he, he always timed us saying, oh, what do you think went on with all this uh, <laughs> stuff I've been doing all these years? And, uh, and I had a good you know, understanding of it, but uh, it's pretty intense, no doubt about it. Well, and just the way that it, more football-specific when you're on the sideline has changed coaching from when you first started to now, heck, even the last five years. Before, it was basically you saw what happened, I mean, and you had to figure it out. Now you got guys with film on the sideline, things like that. You can show kids what's been going on. How big of a change has that been? Because that was kind of pretty rapid with, with getting huddle on the sideline mm-hmm. and all that to be able to see, okay, well, we might be able to see the film on Monday to see what happened to yeah. 30 seconds later you go, oh, that kid's getting chewed out right now sure. because he didn't fill his gap. It's nice to be able to see – if you have a question of what another team's doing or uh, how a player reacted to things, and I can, I don't have to have that question anymore. I can mm-hmm. go and look at it. Um, that being said, it can also be a pain in the butt too sometimes because I'll be looking at the thing, want to address it with the player. All of a sudden, the whistle blows, and I got to be back on the field. And instead of uh, kind of going through a, a feel, I call it, um, or uh, what I saw, I'm rechecking things, and uh, and it might limit my time. Um, that's one thing I've always thought I'm pretty good at is addressing problems and making adjustments as needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has been a strength of our defense. And so um, 
that is a whole new aspect of things, looking at the film and, th uh, uh, and stuff. But uh, anyway, we're figuring it out. <laughs> you know, that, that's the other part of coaching that I think people don't always appreciate, especially at this level. Um, every kid is different, and there's a psychology to it. And the way you treat one kid isn't necessarily oh, yeah. the way you can treat another kid because some kids respond yeah. to being yelled at. Some kids don't respond yeah. to that. Yeah, right. Well, oftentimes you kind of figure that out uh, through trial and error, I guess, in practice or something. But uh, it is a balancing act. There's no doubt about that. And um, uh, there's no one way to go about it anymore. There, uh, so uh, we got to kind of figure it all out. And I guess one of the other things about coaching high school that's tougher than coaching, you know, maybe college or professionally is – you don't know what that kid has had to deal with, and, yeah. and football might not always be the number one thing on their mind. They might be wondering how they're going to – they might be stressed about school sure. or, or at home stuff. That's got to be something that, you know, is just a whole other factor that if you're coaching at a higher level, not to say that off-the-field stuff doesn't happen, but it's much less prevalent than it is at, at the high school level. Yeah, no doubt. And uh... – around here that things happen every day with these kids and uh it's nice when they can communicate it to you um mm -hmm. and i know ryan was really good at that coach mullins uh t talking with the kids and making sure that they understood and uh, uh, that we're here for you and uh if there's problems let us know and we can kind of work around them maybe help um uh, and, and work through things but uh yeah that's a whole it's nice to have the teaching background and the teaching aspect mm -hmm. uh, of that because that's what we deal with every day. I, I was uh, like the, the camaraderie with, with this group of kids that, that you have here now because we keep talking about the Marysville softball team. That was a tight group yeah. of kids, and that had as much to do with them getting to the state championship game as anything else. Sure. Um, it, like talent is great, yeah. but if everybody hates each other, you're not going to win. Yeah, well, it, there is a pretty big, big fluctuation in uh, grade level, right? Um, so that is a little bit of a challenge. Although uh, some of the kids that are very, that are younger kids are very athletic, so it helps them with their prowess, right? Um, our seniors is our real tight knit group. Um, you know, there's a few kids I could talk about: Nash, uh, Phillips, and Aaron. Uh, Smith that are if you see one you see the other one <laughs> uh they're not they're connected at the hip and Cam Cole's in with that group too and uh the Myuris and Matt Chapdelaine are all real tight together and uh you know with the COVID situation some of that had gotten spread out a little bit because um you know you couldn't just be around everybody all the time and uh but I think uh, those guys all uh, pal around together, and they're all good buddies. So um, the junior group we have, uh, you know, Coach Goulding, uh, his boys, his twins are in that group. And mm -hmm. so those guys are all very tight-knit as well. So, uh, yeah, everything's going fantastic that way. One thing we talked about on off the air that as we wrap this up, I know you uh, feel this way. We, we talk about the new playoff format and how it uh, – benefits playing bigger teams that win more I well it's been this way for years at Port Huron High 
you have never had a cupcake schedule. There has never been one where, all right, they'll win these six games and they have a three-game season. I mean, you look back through your non-conferences, you have Eisenhower's, you have Dakota's, you have uh, King's, Country Days, Carmen Ainsworth's. You have never shied away from playing the big-time opponent. No, and I, I was telling you guys, uh, to me, I want to know what, we're mm-hmm. de- what we have. Um, I don't want it to be a, a surprise when we get to a playoff situation or anything like that. It's also the fun factor of trying to figure out the uh, East Englishes of the world and the Alfred Cossett brother Rice or uh, uh, the guys at Eisenhower uh, back in the day. That is so much fun. Watching Donnie Corley play at Martin Luther King. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. And so, uh, to me, those are the real treats that I get uh, with football. When we go, I told my wife before, you know, we've beaten a team maybe 50-something to very little. And I said, boy, they really didn't need me tonight. Um, The kids, I didn't do anything special. We prepared them during the week, and they just went out and played uh, and were able to do so. Um, I really – it's much more fun uh, to play against great competition. And so – uh, we seek that. And I'm going to tell you right now, this Rochester Hill Stony Creek is not going to be any uh, pushover. Uh, we got our hands full with that, and, and we're really prepping for it, and we're looking forward to it. Um, there's kids, uh, as I look at our schedule, that are on the top uh, recruiting lists, uh, kids that we're going to be playing against mm-hmm. um, for the state. So it's, it's exciting times that way. Not only Stony Creek. Roseville and Michigan Collegiate are two. I mean, oh, yeah. Roseville, just look back to last year. We've talked about that game a ton. Michigan Collegiate, smaller school. If they lose three games in a year, yeah. it is a disastrous year for Michigan Collegiate. No doubt about it. Um, I think we have to go there too, don't we? Uh, not 100%. Oh, that's yeah, that, 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 game's, is at that game's. Oh, that's and we that, added that to our schedule that too because that's oh, yeah. a Saturday. <laughs> that, yeah, that's it's a, a Saturday game. That's a wonderful one. A Saturday at 7 at night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the last game of the year. But uh, <laughs> at Bishop Foley, oh, that's right. Well, we were happy about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't happy about were. that it was at Bishop Foley. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could go back to your old uh-huh. stomping ground. Yeah, that'll be the first time. Yeah, that'll be a great challenge. And bring it on. All right, you got a whole lot of fun. You got anything else for Coach Perkins? I'm I'm all set. You can have the last word. Yeah, no, very excited, Coach. Um, We'll talk to you once camp gets started, um, once we go on our little tour. But thank you for coming on. Again, long overdue. Uh, It seems like it's going to be a smooth transition of power (laughs) at Port here on high. Thank you, guys. And uh, we're excited. We're working hard and doing what we can to make sure we're successful. So, Come on in and see that new weight room if you get a chance. It's a thing of beauty. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can pick up a weight, and I'll just <laughs> I'll just look at the facilities. How's that sound? Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Good luck, Coach. Thank you. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.